This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Okay, I want to discuss tonight a shayla that comes up in almost every from home over Shabbos, and that's the question of moving a Shabbos lamp. Uh, today it's become very established and very popular in the Jewish home to have these Shabbos lamps, which are a great invention. It is a light bulb that has a separate piece that goes over the light bulb and blocks it, light and blocks the light bulb. It doesn't turn off the light bulb, but not allowed to turn off lights on Shabbos. But it basically blocks the light bulb when it's becoming uh, when the person wants the room darker. And the question is, are you allowed to move the actual base of the Shabbos lamp? Obviously, the piece itself that you move. That piece is a separate independent piece. It's not at all uh, attached to the light bulb. It's really, it's just like a, um, a piece that blocks out the light bulb. The question is, can I move the base of the Shabbos lamp itself if I want to move the Shabbos lamp around the house? And a similar shayla is with all electric devices. Is a person permitted on Shabbos to move around electric devices? Let's say, for example, a common shayla is with a fan person has a fan in his house and it's blowing on one person and that person wants the fan to go away, are they allowed to move the fan in this direction to take the air away from them or to bring them to someone else? Now, the truth is a fan, as we'll see later tonight, a fan and a lamp are not exactly the same, but in general terms, they're all electric devices that have electricity running through them. Are they permitted to be moved on Shabbos or not? So there is a very important Gemara. We know that a, a fire... A, a shalheves that the Gemara calls it is muktza, and therefore says the Gemara a candle that is holding the fire is also considered muktza. It's what we call a basis ladaver aser. It's a base for something which is muktza, and therefore it also becomes muktza. So if you have a candle, a candle may not be moved around on Shabbos. A person can't walk around the house holding candles. That would be not allowed. Or let's say, for example, if a candle falls on Shabbos, you want to pick it up and put it back in the holder, that would also not be allowed on Shabbos because the candle is muktzah, because the fire is, is muktzah. That's what it says in the Gemara, and that's what's recorded in Shulchan Aruch, that a candles or a candelabra or a leichter that came when Ben Hashemoshes came on Shabbos, it had in it, it had a fire, that made the fire is muktzah, the shalhevis is muktzah, therefore it made the candles a basis of davrasa, and therefore everything becomes muktzah. The question is, why is shalhevis? Why is fire itself considered muktzah? So the Chazanish in Memal of Tazain has an interesting pshat. The Chazanish suggests that the reason why fire, shalhevis, an actual flame, is muktzah on Shabbos is because people don't normally move fire. People leave fire where it is. They leave it in its location because they're always afraid if they're going to move around, they may go out. Therefore, says the Chazish, because you leave it in its place and you're a mocking there, it's considered mukt. That was the opinion of the Chazinish. Rabbi Shalom disagrees with this premise of the Chazinish. He thinks people do walk around with candles and they're not worried that's going to get extinguished. And therefore, he comes up with his own interpretation and the Ingrid Moshe Feinstein has his pshat. But at the end of the day, many Achorinim work with the Chazinish's pshat is that the reason why the Shalhevis is considered mukt is because you're afraid to move it lest it becomes extinguished. Therefore, you leave it where it is. It never gets moved and therefore it becomes muktzah. What type of muktzah is a shalhevis? Or shalhevis is the highest level of, or really the lowest level of muktzah, perhaps the worst type of muktzah, 
what we call muktza machmas gufoi, it may not be moved under any circumstance. Unlike what we call a klisha malach delisser, a klisha malach delisser may be moved if there's a need for either the space where the object is being occupied or if you need the object itself for a permissible use. But not so with, with a, a candle or with fire. That's considered muktza machmas gufoi. So the question then arises, how do we look at electricity? How do I look at an electric light? How do I look at a lamp? How do I look at a flashlight? During Sandy, this became a very big shadow where people were out of, without power. They wanted to know they allowed to walk around the house holding um, flashlights. We know you're not allowed to walk around the house holding a candle. What about walking around the house holding a flashlight? Or uh, obviously you can't walk around the house holding a, a Shabbos lamp. You're going to have problems unless you have a very long extension cord because you're going to have problems of it detaching from the electricity. But the question is, how do we look at this? Ramosha Feinstein has a true English. Ramosha Chelike Simon Chobbez. Ramosha Feinstein writes that it is mutter to move a narrow electric. Ramosha was of the opinion that there is no halachic issue. He does not consider it like Shalheves. He does not consider it the same thing as an actual fire. However, Ramosha himself ends off the Shufa where he says, no, maybe we should be nervous, we should be concerned that people are going to confuse walking around the house holding a flashlight to walking around the house holding a candle. Not everyone understands the halachic differences between electric light and actual flame. They have a right to Ramosha because of that concern, maybe we should be more uh, worried. So it's not clear at the end of the tshuva if Rav Moshe really permitted it or he did not permit it. This tshuva also was written to Rapidachas Banner and he prints it in his Sefer Tiltul Shabbos where he writes that Rav Moshe said that although it's Maker Adimutu, he was nervous that people perhaps will confuse. In the Sefer Mesiris Moshe, there Rav Moshe finds he records, uh, there Rabbi Telner records that someone asked Rav Moshe this shayla. Rav Moshe gave the exact same answer that Maker Adin electric lights are mutter. And then he also says, but no, we're afraid people are not gonna are gonna think it's weird. They're not gonna understand that there's a difference between electric lights and candle lights. Now Rav Moshe has another tribunal, Rav Moshe Chelikei Gimel, where he also writes for a given. There Rav Moshe says a very interesting lumnus. There Rav Moshe says he's not even sure that electric lights or even electric uh, utensils are even considered a klisham lachalis because Rav Moshe understands a klisham to mean not a kli that is used normally with derech iser. That's the way most of us translate a klisham lachalis. Rav Moshe says a klisham lachalis means it has to be at the moment being doing an iser. So Rav Moshe, if I have a, a fan blowing, so it's not necessarily do, or let's say for example, not a fan, but let's say for example, if I have a clock that's telling the time, it's not at the moment doing an iser. So Rav Moshe writes, maybe it's not even anything. And worst, worst case scenario, says Ramesh, it's at worst, it's a klisha mach lezer, and it's 100% mutter to move the tzarech kufal tzarech And then in parentheses he writes, if not for the chashash, that people are going to confuse. So it's not clear what Ramesh held lemaisa. If you look at Ephraim Grimlat, the Rivais Ephraim, there Ephraim Grimlat says that Ramesh Feinstein held it's mutter to move electric lights. If Simchabonim Kohn and his sefer records that he saw with his own eyes, Ramesh Feinstein would move an electric light on Shabbos. So perhaps Ramesh Feinstein is the makel that holds it's not a problem. I did see Rav Shlomo Orbach at least in one place in one of his farm also was of the opinion that he thought Me'ikar Adin that there is no problem with electric lights they're natural habits they're not considered Aish and therefore there is no problem however many Achreinim disagreed um, such as Dayan Weiss in the Chazitza Chalkas Yaakov and Yaakov Breish as well as the Chuchonimus and Karela Tobliashiv as well as Rebavad Yosef they were all of the opinion that electric lights are also somehow included in Shalhevis, and therefore they felt that one is not permitted to move an electric light on Shabbos. If Shlomo Miller from Toronto is of the opinion like this with Moshe, that he held it's not considered a uh, Shalhevis, and therefore it is motor to move electric lights. One thing that you could perhaps throw into the mix is if that today many of the lights are not used from incandescent light bulbs. 
They're from either LED or fluorescent, mainly today LED lights. And one can argue that LED light is definitely not considered ash. LED is not fire. Fluorescent is not considered fire. So perhaps one can argue that the lights today are definitely not considered shalavis. If they're not considered shalavis, then the chayur, they should be, be able to be allowed to be moved. However, I did see quoted, Bishayim, at least Rebbe Yashiv and some others as well, that even incandescent, even non-incandescent light bulbs, even light bulbs like LED and fluorescence are also somehow, some way included in this Isser of Shalhevis. So when it comes to the actual moving of the base of a, a Shabbos lamp, or for that matter, any lamp in your house, so it would depend. If it's a LED and incandescent light bulb, I see much more room to be lenient, for sure. If it would be an incandescent light bulb, a good old-fashioned light bulb, perhaps less room, because the only ones that are maker were Rabbi Zalman and Rabbi Moshe, possibly. But other than that, there seems to be more makam to be machmed. The Achrem do point out that if you need to move it, maybe you can move it tilted klachayad, move it in an abnormal way, move it with your elbow, the back of your arm, the back of your hand, if you feel the need to move the actual Shabbos lamp. With regard to fans, there I saw Rabbi Moshe has a tshuva where he explicitly is matter moving of a fan. And there, Rabbi Vaj Yosef, even though he's machmer, I mentioned for lights, he's make up with the fan because his argument is you don't see actual fire in a fan. You don't see a piece of ash uh, glowing in a uh, in a in a piece of, in a in a light bulb. You see something glowing. So obviously that is a piece of ash. Again, an incandescent light bulb is a piece of fire that is getting it's, it's fire that is heated up. It's a piece of metal that is heated up. And if fluorescent and an LED is obviously not fire, but their argument is at least in an incandescent light bulb that it's more considered ash, and therefore they were more machmer like a shalhevis. So when it comes to moving uh, electronic devices in the house, there is much more room to make if you're moving something that does not have an actual piece of heating element involved. So for example, a fan would be more makel or. Or, or, or things like that. But when it comes to the Shabbos lamp, there is more mokam to be more machmer, not to move the Shabbos lamp, even though there are poiskim that are matter, the moving of the Shabbos lamp. But again, if it's LED, or if it's incandescent, or, or sorry, if it's fluorescent, perhaps there's even more room to be makel with the moving of these lamps.